Hey guys, how's it going? Sunny D here. Thanks for tuning in to the YFYI podcast. On today's episode, I'm pretty pumped about this. We're going to take a deep dive into the Constitution of the United States of America, something that I swore when I joined the military to protect, to serve, to defend against all enemies, foreign and domestic. But you don't have to be in the military to take a deep dive into the Constitution or understand it. I think everybody, every American citizen or anyone that wants to understand why the United States um, is held in such high regard and why everybody wants to come here, I think should read the Constitution. So we're going to go through some of the key elements and some insights because I really think that if we the people want change, then uh, we the people can get change. But it starts with understanding. So let's start with the Constitution. So um, enjoy the episode. Can't wait to hear your feedback and can't wait to um, hopefully see you uh, reading the Constitution. Post a picture of yourself with your copy. Post a video of yourself reading you know, some of the parts of the Constitution. I'd love to see that be a part of this movement and so we can affect and have some real change. So hope you guys enjoy. On to the podcast. Here we go. You are now live. You are live, live, live. Good morning, good morning. How is everybody doing this morning? Hopefully you guys are doing good. Hopefully you guys are awake. You stretched a little bit. You woke up. You kind of warmed up. And you're ready for some story time. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Sunny D. Thanks for being here. Thanks for coming back. This is your first time joining Storytime. This is the perfect time. This is the perfect time to be a part of Storytime because it's been a pretty wild week. Had a lot of, um, I said had a good time with Storytime this week, covering some important topics, trying to use Uh, my voice and my reason and my thinking to hopefully share some things and share some ideas and uh, maybe shed some light on certain things, um, topics, situations, conditions, issues, all of the above that are going on right now in the world. You know, we're living through a pretty uh, crazy time. Um, In my lifetime, I would say it's a pretty crazy time. I haven't been here as long as some and I've been here longer than others. And I can definitely say without a doubt, it's one of the craziest, you know, times that I've ever seen or experienced. And a lot of you guys are experiencing it too. And a lot of people, you know, are wondering uh, what to think. And yesterday we had a great show and we talked about Uh, propaganda and I shared a lot of um, images and different propaganda you know campaigns and tools over time that people have used and and people will continue to use and good things come from propaganda and bad things come from propaganda propaganda isn't always about something bad it can be definitely something good it can be definitely used you know, in the right way, it can be definitely used 
um, for a good purpose. But the hopefully the message that you know that I was able to get across as I was sharing those things and sharing my thoughts on propaganda with you guys is that it exists, but it's up to you. It's up to you whether you're watching on Facebook pages or on Instagram or you're listening on on Twitter live broadcast or you're listening on the podcast. Yes, you too. It's up to you. It's up to me. It's up to us to really take the propaganda and see it for what it is, but also to see it even for uh, more than it is. And, you know, today I'm going to talk about and I'm going to be talking about our Constitution. You know, especially right now, we have this uh, period in the world where there's a lot of um, craziness going on. There's a lot of he said, she said going on. And there's a lot of um, propaganda going on. There's a lot of um, information, misinformation, disinformation, whatever you want to call it going on. Um, but through it all, you know, as a country you know, of the United States of America, we have this, you know, we have our constitution. We have what we were really kind of, you know, founded on. And when we declared our independence, which we'll get into, we maybe get into next week, you know, other important documents like the Declaration of Independence um, that happened July 4th, 1776, um, the Emancipation Proclamation, which, you know, ideally that was designed to end slavery, which happened almost 100 years later, um, the Constitution, which came shortly after the Declaration you know, of independence, and that's what we're going to focus on today. But these are pivotal moments in time and pivotal documents in our history that we need to study. You know, if you're from this country, odds are, right, you're, if you're from this country, you've heard of all of these documents, um, but have you ever studied them? You know, have you ever um, really read through them? And I'm going to read through some of, you know, the Constitution today. But this, you know, this little book here, 10 bucks, you can get it as a souvenir. Um, you can also get it for free um, on the internet. But I want to encourage you guys, if you haven't, you know, read the Constitution or read some of it or at least looked it over, uh, I'm going to encourage you to do that. And, you know, I serve the United States of America in the military. And when you join the military, you, you take an oath, you do what they call swearing in. There's a ceremony and you do it once and you know you go through the, if you're in like the delayed entry program, which you kind of sign up before you actually go, you do it once then and then you'll do it again when you actually go. Um, but that's, it's like a ceremony and you're, you know, your family and people can be there and you get to, to watch it. And, um, but you, you swear and you swear, one of the important parts of that is you're swearing to defend the Constitution. You're swearing to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And those are, you know, some of the key, key, you know, words. You swear to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. So foreign, right? Foreign, not from here. You know, not part of the United States of America. And then domestic, well, domestic, 
you know, we might have enemies in our own country, right? We might have enemies that we have to defend the Constitution against in our own uh, backyard. And so when you think about that, you know, and you take that oath and, you know, and it's a it's a serious thing. It's a serious oath and it's a serious uh, moment and it's a serious uh, time. It was a very serious time in my life. Just kind of looking at my my beard here, man. I got a, I'm having a bad hair day, guys. Um, it's a serious time. It was a serious time in my life. And, and for anybody that's done that, um, sworn that oath, sworn to protect. I'm sure it was a serious time in their life. And so right now, especially right now, you know, there's a lot of tension. And this isn't the first time, like, there's been a lot of tension. Um, this is just the last time. This is just this time. And there's a lot of tension around a lot of things and, and the rights, you know, of people, right? In the United States of America and the Constitution, we have, you know, the Bill of Rights. And that's a lot about, you know, what the Constitution is about, you know, our rights as citizens of the United States. Now, citizens of the United States is important because that's who the Constitution is kind of governing. That's who the Constitution is is really written for. Um, and the, the headline, you know, is we the people, right? We the people, we the people, we the people. And it doesn't say we the whites, doesn't say we the blacks, doesn't say we the Hispanics. It says we the people. So that means you, you're a citizen of the United States. Um, that means me, you know, and, and that means a lot to a lot of people and that's why a lot of people want to become you know we the people a lot of people want to become part of we the people a lot of people want to come to the United States and it's been that way forever you know hundreds of years since we declared our independence since we formed the nation the United States of America since as far back as you can think, people were trying to come here when this land was discovered um, and, and wanted to become part of we the people, wanted to become a citizen because of what the United States stands for, liberty and justice for all. And it's the justice for all part that's got us kind of where we're at right now because we the people, you know, witnessed a man being murdered in broad daylight and we the people collectively we the people are pissed off about that um, and I know I've got friends in the military that were in the military that never been in the military that are white that are black that are men that are women that are Hispanic Asian we the people are pissed because of that liberty and justice for all and so you have a man, George Floyd, that gets murdered in broad daylight in front of we the people, and we the people are pissed, and we the people want justice. Um, and then you have another uh, faction, right, that are not wanting really to be a part of we the people, um, that are you know trying to you know sneak their way in and, and hijack protest and hijack us, we the people, that want justice for all 
and they hate America. They don't like America. So those are those enemies. Those remember those foreign enemies we talked about and domestic. So those are those domestic enemies that we the people, you know, collectively don't want to be putting their nose or putting or trying to put this wedge in between us. Because make no mistake about it. You know, when I took that oath and I said, you know, I will defend this Constitution of the United States of America against all enemies, foreign and domestic, I was talking about our citizens, our, we the people, the United States of America. And when I was talking about enemies, foreign enemies, domestic, some of those domestic enemies that are trying to divide we the people, um, those, are the, those are the enemies that we're talking about. And make no mistake about it, and that's why I wanted to, like yesterday, going over propaganda because I want you to understand that there are enemies that are domestic, that have a separate agenda, that do not, um, they don't know who, you know, George Floyd, you know, is or was. They don't give a damn because they have their own agenda. Um, for them, the the few, we'll call them the few, not we, they're not we the people. Um, they're not about the Constitution of the United States of America. They're about destruction. They're about um, anarchy. They're about disruption. Um, they're about, you know, they're about bringing down the system, um, not defending, you know, the system, not defending the Constitution. Um, so, and that's a big thing, you know, and for you as a, as a part of We the People, you know, I'm hoping to encourage you and I'm hoping through, you know, this week and all of the topics that I've been covering from CEOs, um, leadership in America, the lack of diversity at the top of the CEOs in America. Um, I'm hoping, you know, covering the Constitution, talking about propaganda, how it can manipulate you and, and know that there's something I want to I want to talk about when it comes to manipulation. Know that. We all are subject to manipulation, but manipulation in all phases and forms and, and all ways isn't necessarily bad. Because I was having a conversation yesterday with one you know, of, of my team members and I said, you know, if I were to tell you that I'm gonna manipulate you, if I were to tell you that I'm gonna manipulate you to become you know, an incredible hairstylist to make $100,000 a year to be able to make so many people happy that come and sit in your chair. If I told you I was going to manipulate you to become successful, become make a lot of money, take care and please a lot of people, make people happy, would you be like, oh, please don't manipulate me? No, you would be like, yes, you would welcome that kind of manipulation. Uh, but what happens is manipulation just like obsession there's certain words when you hear it it gets a bad rap so manipulation got a bad rap because manipulation is like oh you're being manipulated i mean in some cases manipulation is bad but in some cases being you could be manipulated for good if you go to a physical therapist and they've got to manipulate your you know your arm because you're you've got a muscle or something happened to you and they've got to manipulate your your body to make you feel better that could be a good form you know and so when i as a member of the service when i decided to stand up and say i'm going to defend this constitution of the united states of america 
against all enemies. How's it going, Elena? Foreign and domestic. I was being manipulated, you could say. I was being manipulated, but I also was manipulating myself to know. But now here's the thing. I now have to get the training. I have to get the education. I have to get the understanding so I can decipher enemies, whether they're foreign or domestic, right? But there are manipulations that are bad. And so with all of these, the protests that are going on, you have these manipulators. You could call them agitators. You call them exciters. You could call them whatever, manipulators that are coming in. And they want you to think that America is bad. They want you to think that um, the Constitution is bad. They want you to think that. And I know that's not true. I mean, when you look around the world and if you talk to people that are not from this country why do people want to come to this country because america inherently is good the constitution is great and people want to be a part of that but you'll have people that say oh you know like some of these people you've seen the protesters that are not a part of the peace that are not a part of the message that aren't a part of trying to get justice um, because their justice isn't the same justice that you or I are talking about. Their justice isn't the same when you say you want to see more, you know, black people or brown people become CEOs in America, be more leaders, be more part of the, you know, a part of change, a part of Congress, a part of Senate, you know, be the leaders of the free world. And you say that and you talking about equality and liberty and justice for all. You want that. That's not the same justice that they want. You know, their justice doesn't look like that. And, you know, if they think it's so bad here, you know, and that's what they want to destroy and they want to riot and they want to loot and they want to tear down people's businesses. They think they're tearing down the government. Uh, let me I mean, you lit a fire and you threw a Molotov cocktail or you did, you know, you broke some windows. You didn't do anything. You know, anyone can do that. Um, but if you want to, you know, join we the people and really go after liberty and justice for all um, then you can you know and I shared a post yesterday um, and you know it said get off our necks what is that is a metaphor it is it's a metaphor and it's a metaphor for people that feel like you know they you know if if we all start at the same line got the same opportunity and we have a race and you beat me then you beat me fair and square you know and I don't I don't want um, anyone to be like well because you're brown you know you're gonna get uh, a head start but also I don't want anyone to be like well because you're brown um, you're gonna have to wait until five seconds after the race starts and then try to play catch-up you know, so if you feel that way, and that could be for brown people, that could be for white people, that could be for tall people, that could be for short people, that could be for women, that could be for men. If you feel like, you know, you're not on a level playing field, that's really what it, it feels like. And that's, and you might be that person that has your foot or your knee on someone's neck or your hand on someone's neck, or you might be the person that feels like you have someone's hand, foot, knee, elbow on your neck. And so it is a metaphor. Um, and, it's, and it's not just, you know, and we, the people, um, we look around the world and we see injustice happening everywhere. And we have it happening right here at home. 
and it's not a secret and we know um, but when it when it's spotlighted you know then all of a sudden people want to rise up and the thing that I fear most is that after this rise up is that after this kind of goes away and we move on and people forget and really nothing ever happens and so the Constitution you know there's amendments to the Constitution and we're going to talk about some of those amendments because we have opportunity to go back so we have lawmakers we have senators we have you know the House of Representatives and that's you know a big part of their job is to make sure that there's a level playing field right look at the law help us understand the law interpret the law if you've ever studied law or read law or even reading this book they don't make it easy to understand right it's it's written in in a, in a unique way in the language so you have to kind of listen and learn and look and study and I know for me um, you know having to look stuff up right that's what I got to do have a dictionary to understand it but I'm gonna open up uh, with this you know this is the Constitution of the United States of America so I want to open up and we're gonna talk about some of those rights um, so the Constitution of the United States of America and it starts like this we the people of the United States in order to form a more perfect union establish justice ensure domestic tranquility provide for the common defense promote the general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity do ordain and establish the Constitution for the United States of America and so a lot of those things that we just talked about they're right there in those very first lines you know promoting general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves ensure domestic tranquility provide a common provide for the common defense establish justice and we the people that that was what the goal is with creating this Constitution and so then there's a lot of different articles in here and these articles are going to talk about how this is kind of like when this you know was written it's kind of like alright we're gonna we're gonna talk about our system this is the system of how things are gonna work now if you've ever started a company um, a lot of companies when they fail or they don't even you know take off a lot of the reasons behind that and why that happens is because they don't have a system and so I know when I started you know my company I was like learning about all these different businesses and I was studying the failures of successful businesses and I was curious as to why some businesses failed and why they didn't um, and all roads led back to a system having a system like how are you gonna run this company and that's what the Constitution represents how are you gonna run this country and so we the people you know this is where they wrote the rules these are the rules of the game and so in section one it talks about all legislative powers herein granted shall be vested in a Congress of the United States which shall consist of a Senate and House of Representatives section two the House of Representatives shall be composed of members chosen 
every second year by the people of the several states. And the electors in each state shall have the qualifications requisite for electors of the most numerous branch of the state legislature. No person shall be a representative who shall not have attained to the age of 25 years and been seven years a citizen of the United States, and who shall not, when elected, be an inhabitant of that state in which he shall be chosen. So you want to become a representative, right? We need people that want to create real change to become representatives. Be 25 years old, be a citizen for at least seven years, and you know, be in the state which you, you're an inhabitant of the state in which you're going to represent. So those are some of the pre-qualifications if you want to be part of the House of Representatives. And the House of Representatives shall choose their speaker and other officers and shall have the sole power of impeachment. And in Section 3, it goes on to talk about the Senate. The Senate of the United States shall be composed of two senators from each state chosen by the legislature thereof for six years, and each senator shall have one vote. Immediately after they shall be assembled in consequence of the first election, they shall be divided as equally as may be into three classes. The seats of the senators of the first class shall be vacated at the expiration of the second year, of the second class at the expiration of the fourth year, and the third class at the expiration of the sixth year, so that one-third may be chosen every second year. And if vacancies happen by resignation or otherwise during the recess of the legislature of any state, the executive thereof may make temporary appointments until the next meeting of the legislature, which shall then fill such vacancies. No person shall be a senator who shall not have attained to the age of 30 years and been nine years a citizen of the United States and who shall not, when elected, be an inhabitant of that state for which he shall be chosen. So those are some of the rules, right? And, and the Constitution is designed to really create these rules, create the House of Representatives, create the senators, how many senators, how many representatives for each state. Um, and these are the people that represent we the people. You know, so for you, for me, we all have these representatives. And, you know, that's one thing I would say. I mean, we need to find out, like, if you're, you know, wanting change and you're protesting and you, you know, you want to see effective change, you have some options here about becoming part of, you know, becoming a representative, becoming a part of the process for change, contacting your local representatives. Everyone's up in arms about voting, 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 voting. And I talked about this the other day. Yeah, you should vote, but not if you, you should, sometimes you shouldn't vote. You know, you should vote if, you know, you have done your homework. Why are you voting? You know, when you look at the votes, People only think about one vote. They think about president. That's it, right? You forget that there's so many other people that lead up to that. We the people isn't just the president. The president is the commander in chief, but there's the House of Representatives that we just talked about. 
there's the senators that we just talked about, the Senate. Way more people in those two bodies than one office of the presidency. And now when I served in the military, you know, I was in the United States Marine Corps, which is one of the only uh, you know, branches that's at the direction of the president. You know, the president can direct the Marines and they don't, he doesn't need to go to, you know, ask for permission. So that's one branch where the president can say, Marines, go. Um, we serve at, you know, at, at his, you know, command. Um, so, but when you think about all the other branches and you think about the House of Representatives, you think about senators, you have all these opportunities to get involved and find out you know, who you're voting for and why you're voting for them. And if you're gonna sit and be protesting, you know, then yes, you know, and, and if I'm gonna protest, yes, go, it's, it's one of your rights, but what are you protesting for? Um, what are you protesting about? And what are you planning to do or have you done to be part of the solution? Um, not just be, you know, like, it's like you ever work at a job you don't like and you're like complaining, like uh, you're, you're screaming, you're yelling, this place sucks, this place sucks, this place sucks. We well, got two options. You can do something about it or you can get the hell out, you know? And that doesn't mean like you can't go to another job, but you know, there's a lot of times, you know, when, and when I see people and they're complaining and they're complaining and they don't want to be a part of the solution, they just want to complain about the problems. That's easy to do. Because there's a, there's a ton of problems we can complain about. Um, you can look around any corner and find another problem. They exist. It doesn't say, we the perfect people. It says, we the people. So getting in touch with Congress, getting in touch with your senators, finding out who those people are, who represents you. What do they stand for? What are they about? They got elected. Somehow, did you have part in that? Did you vote for these people because you just were like, well, you know, so-and-so is voting for them. Did you, you heard a sound bite and all of a sudden you were like, I'm going to vote for this person. We the people have to do we the research. We the people have to do uh, we the homework. We the people have to do we the voting. Right, so if we want to do that, we have to start with education. We have to study. So we have the House of Representatives and we have the Senators. Um, and then the other sections go on to kind of go over, you know, times and places for meetings and laws. I um, mean, and these are the people that are making the laws. So if we want to be upset with anyone, we have to really take a look at all of our houses of representatives. We have to take a look at our senators. Um, it's not about, you know, whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. I mean, that's, yeah, you can affiliate yourself with a party, but know why you affiliate yourself with a party, um, number one. But also know who those representatives are because there are Republicans with great ideas. There are Republicans with, you know, bullshit ideas. There are Democrats with great ideas and there are Democrats with shitty ideas, right? There, there's both on both sides. And here's the, here's the uh, guess what? You don't have to only vote one way or the other 
because you have the we the people you have the right to vote because you might be looking and you might be like man i really like what you know she's saying or i really like what he's saying but then you're like well um, I really like what they're saying, but because I'm going to vote for a Republican, I can't vote for a Democrat. Uh, Maybe not on the same for the same job. You may have to pick one or the other, but you can still listen and you can have, you know, some Republicans. I like what they say. Some Democrats. I like what they say. That is okay. That is America. And that's the beauty of our system. That's the beauty of how it was created. You know, you don't have to only agree with what one person says you know you can you know and you can find you can find something that someone says and and all of a sudden you're like yeah i really like how that how that you know how they said that i really like what that represents i really like what that means and then they tell you well you know they're a democrat and then what you don't like what you don't like what that means anymore you don't like what that stands for anymore that's not we the people that's we the hypocrite um, and I've and I've had you know the same. And when I served in the military, it didn't matter. I wasn't you know okay. Well, it's a Republican or it's a Democrat, so that's going to give me uh, what it was going to make me follow the order this way or that way. No, you know, and that's not because I didn't say that. I didn't. I didn't make. I didn't raise my hand and make a commitment to defend the Constitution of the United States against Republicans or against Democrats. I said I was going to defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign or domestic. Not against all enemies, only if they're Democrats, or against all enemies, only if they're Republicans. No. And so that's how we get, you know, that's how we get divided, and that's how we miss opportunities, like the tragic murder of George Floyd and that's what I fear the most, that we're going to have this little moment in time where we're going to be coming together, black people, white people. Yeah, we're all about it. Let's get together. Let's make a change. And then in a month from now, after he's long gone and buried in the ground, we we aren't there. We aren't anywhere. You know, if you do the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results, I believe that is the definition of insanity. So do we have an opportunity right now, we the people, to come together? We do. But we got to do our homework so we don't get hoodwinked, so we don't just drink the Kool-Aid, so we don't think. I mean, if you think all of a sudden, you know, one person is going to come and save you, one person, no, it's going to be a collective. It's going to be a we the people moment. That's what it's going to be. And I think that's really what the Constitution is trying to establish here. That's what the Constitution is trying to establish. So some of the rules as we're kind of moving forward here in in this, you know, Constitution of the United States, it talks about money, right? Every, you know, all bills for raising revenue shall originate in the House of Representatives, but the Senate may propose or concur with amendments as on other bills. Um, so what does some of these things mean? These are saying like, hey guys, guess what? We have to work together. We have to work together. Yes, there's differences of opinion, you know, to make it a democratic, you know, process, we have to work together. Every bill which shall have passed the House of Representatives and the Senate 
shall before it become a law, be presented to the President of the United States. If he approve, he shall sign it. <laughs> but if not, he shall return it with his objections to that house in which it shall have originated. Who shall enter the objections at large on their journal and proceed to reconsider it? If after such reconsideration, two-thirds of that house shall agree to pass the bill, it shall be sent together with the objections to the other house by which it shall likewise be reconsidered. And if approved by two-thirds of that house, it shall become a law. But in all such cases, the votes of both houses shall be determined by yeas and nays, and the names of the persons voting for and against the bill shall be entered on the journal of each house respectively. If any bill shall not be returned by the president within 10 days, Sundays accepted, after it shall be, after it shall have been presented to him, the same shall be a law, in like manner as if he had signed it. Unless the Congress, by their adjournment, prevent its return, in which case it shall not be a law. And so we've seen a lot of this happen, right? We've got something, the House is all about it, you know, then the Senate's like, no. Or the Senate's all about it, and, you know, and then the House is like, no. Right? There's this little conflict, and then every once in a while we get together and we say, you know what? We're going to work together on this. And you can see all this. You know, you got, you know, go to, there's websites. You can go and you can watch what bills are. There's so many bills and so many things. We only hear about the big ones. You know, if you're just a common citizen, you hear about the big ones because they're in the news. The big ones are in the news and everyone's got their opinion on them and we're hearing. Um, but if you don't take part in the process of choosing your representatives, you know, looking into who is in the House of Representatives, who are your senators, and then you you know you want to bitch about something that didn't go your way. I mean, what do you what are you expecting? Your voice is not heard, and so that's where I think yes, the voting is going to be critical and it's going to be key. But understanding what these people are doing for you, understanding what these people represent. You know, and not being, well, I'm a Democrat, so anything the Republicans say, I don't, I don't listen to and I don't vote for them. Or I'm a Republican and anything the Democrats say. Because that is ignorant. And that is how there's not any process, there's not any progress, there's not anything um, that's going to help. And we have these rules in all the other countries that where people are trying to come to the United States and want to be a part of what we have going on here is because they know like this country has this system and they want to be a part of it, right? And we want people to come here and be a part of it, right? Legally come here and be a part of it. We want people to be a part of the process. We want people to, you know, be a part of what we have going on and join us and become part of we the people. Um, but we have enough people right now that aren't part of the process and feel like they don't have a chance but at the same time I felt the same way but I didn't know how the system worked I wasn't a part of the process
because I never took time to understand and try to be a part of the process. I joined the military and I said, I'm going to swear to defend the United States from all enemies, foreign and domestic. I swore to defend the Constitution of the United States and I never had read the Constitution of the United States. I mean, what 18-year-olds are reading this and breaking it down and let's understand it. If you haven't read it, you haven't broken it down and you don't understand it, shame on you. It's available. It can be free. If you can't find it, contact me and I'll send it to you. But if we're going to be a part of the process, we've got to get into um, what the rules are. I mean, how is the system set up? So those are some of the you know, beginning parts of the rules. Um, and then in Article 2, we're going to you know, touch on a couple things in Article 2 about judicial power, right? So in Section 2 and Article 2, it says, The President shall be Commander-in-Chief of the Army and Navy of the United States and of the militia of the several states. When called into the actual service of the United States, he may require the opinion in writing of the principal officer in each of the executive departments upon any subject relating to the duties of their respective offices. And he shall have power to grant reprieves and pardons for offenses against the United States except in cases of impeachment. And so this talks about, you know, what the president does as commander-in-chief, some of the powers that the president has. When you look at judicial power in Article 3, Section 1, the judicial power of the United States shall be vested in one Supreme Court and in such inferior courts as the Congress may from time to time ordain and establish. The judges, both of the Supreme and inferior courts, shall hold their offices during good behavior and shall at stated times receive for their services a compensation which shall not be diminished during their continuance in office. Now we think about judicial power, we think about the Supreme Court, remember the big deal it, you know that was going on with the hearings for the Supreme Court and people that are nominated and people that do want that person and don't want that person. So we're now all the way down to judges, local of elected officials and your judges, your sheriffs, all of these people make up we the people. And so that's where you, if you're thinking, well, I'm sitting in little Tampa, Florida, what could I do, right? Find out who these people are. And these are things I'm telling myself too. Like I, I'm not gonna, you know, if, I, if I'm upset about something, I've learned that I can have those two two choices, right? Be upset about it and do nothing or be upset about it and do something. And if I'm going to do something, first thing I'm going to do is try to become educated on what it is. Because sometimes that alone can ease the frustration. Sometimes you might be pissed off about something just because you don't understand it. And sometimes just that education in itself could take the curtain down so you can actually understand what's going on and that might ease some of the frustration. So finding out who are the people that are representing me in my local community, in my city, in my state. You know, it's not, 
you know, we skip over all that. And then we're just like, well, you know, if we only had a different president, if we only had, you know, so-and-so, if we only had, right, you know, and, and that's, yes, your commander-in-chief, uh, but also you have to think about down to the local level. Um, so finding out who those people are. So that's a little bit about the judicial power. Uh, and then... And really, guys, I mean, you can get a copy of this, read through it. It's It's got some interesting stuff in here. Um, in Article 6, <clears throat> Article 6, which is going to be, we're talking about debts. Let's talk a little bit about that. We, the people, got some debts. <laughs> All debts contracted and engagements entered into before the adoption of this Constitution shall be as valid against the United States under this Constitution as under the Confederation. This Constitution and the laws of the United States which shall be made in pursuance thereof and all treaties made or which shall be made under the authority of the United States shall be the supreme law of the land and the judges in every state shall be bound thereby. Anything in the Constitution or laws of any state, to the contrary, notwithstanding. The senators and representatives before mentioned and the members of the several state legislatures and all executive and judicial officers, both of the United States and of the several states, shall be bound by oath or affirmation to support this Constitution. But no religious test shall ever be required as a qualification to any office or public trust under the United States. So we're all, if you've got those people, those elected officials, um, they're bound by this, these rules. If we're not holding them accountable, you know, if you're not holding them accountable, if I'm not holding them accountable, if we the people are not holding them accountable, we start to see things happen. We start to see cracks in our foundation. And this is our foundation. We start to see some cracks. And those cracks, they look different in every scenario. And the crack that we are observing right now is the murder of George Floyd. That's a huge crack um, in our foundation. And that's a huge crack in our system. So we have the system, right? We have the Constitution of the United States. We have the system. Um, number one, we've got to learn about the system. You know, every business has a system. And if you're in a company, if you work for a company or you're part of a, an organization and you're not thrilled with how it's going for you, that's the same thing as being, you know, if you're a citizen of the United States and you're not thrilled how it's going for you, um, your options are, well, it's screwed up. It doesn't work for me. You can bitch, moan, and complain about it, or you could become a part of the solution. You can study the system and understand the rules, right? These are the rules of the game. Um, so this next part I'm going to talk about, which is what people are very familiar with, you know, some of our amendments and the ratifications that happen. So the first 10 amendments were ratified December 15th, 1791 
and form what is known as the Bill of Rights. And everyone is all hot on the Bill of Rights. And that's where we're at. So these were amendments. So amendment number one. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right to people or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. That's the First Amendment. And that's what, you know, we've seen the majority of people that are out there peacefully gathering and protesting. Um, not the not the infiltrators, agitators, not the you know people with their own agenda, their own rules they're trying to implement. Um, so we've been seeing a lot of that being exercised. The Second Amendment: A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Right, the right to bear arms. The Third Amendment, no soldier shall in time of peace be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner, nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law, right? So no soldier, soldier is quartered in your house. You might be a soldier and you're quartered in your own house, but that's okay. Amendment number four, the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized, right? Not searching you without a warrant. These are the Bill of Rights. Not being searched without a warrant. Your person, your places, and your things. The Fifth Amendment, no person shall be held to answer for a capital or otherwise infamous crime unless on a presentment or indictment of a grand jury, except in cases arising in the land or naval forces or in the militia when in actual service in time of war or public danger nor shall any person be subject for the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy of life or limb. Nor shall be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself, nor be deprived of life, liberty, or poverty, or property, sorry, without due process of law. Nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. Right? So, Double jeopardy, right? Not being charged twice for the same crime. Having due process. You know, being able to go in front of a jury. That's the the process of justice. That's what should happen, right? For people, if you commit a crime, you know, you have a right in this country to be tried in front of a jury of your peers. Not to be tried twice for the same crime. Have witnesses presented against you. Not be a witness against yourself. Amendment number six, in all criminal prosecutions, the accused shall enjoy the right to a speedy and public trial by an impartial jury of the state and district wherein the crime shall have been committed, which district shall have been previously ascertained by law, and to be informed of the nature and cause of the accusation, 
to be confronted with the witnesses against him, to have compulsory process for obtaining witnesses in his favor, and to have the assistance of counsel for his defense. And this is the process. I mean, it's, it's giving people an opportunity, a fair opportunity to be tried. You know, having witnesses. <clears throat> Amendment number seven in suits at common law where the value in controversy shall exceed $20, the right of trial by jury shall be preserved and no fact tried by a jury shall be otherwise re-examined in any court of the United States than according to the rules of the common law. Amendment number eight, excessive bail shall not be required nor excessive fines imposed nor cruel and unusual punishments inflicted. Now that one right there we saw a pretty clear violation of some punishment. Cruel or unusual punishment. You know, and we saw the, the officer with his knee on George Floyd's neck for almost nine minutes. Do you think that was cruel and unusual punishment? So that's one of our Bill of Rights. Cruel and unusual punishments inflicted, nor cruel or unusual punishments inflicted. Think about that one. The Ninth Amendment, the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. You see what I'm saying about the dictionary? Right, you need to understand like some of these, the way that this is written, you are gonna need a dictionary to understand that. So the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. Hmm, so what does that mean, right? <laughs> gonna have to look that up. So so do you, do you agree that, <laughs> You may have a, a, if you have a Webster's Dictionary handy when you're studying, you're reading up on your constitution, you have to think about when this was written, right? This is written, you know, a couple hundred years ago, you're in the 1700s. It's not written in, in layman's terms for maybe you or I to understand completely. A lot of it is though. You know, a lot of it is, it's pretty plain language, but some of it, you know, we might need to look up to understand. Um, so that was the Ninth Amendment. And then the Tenth Amendment, the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. So that's where... What's up? <laughs> studying first the Constitution, studying all of the sections of the Constitution, studying those, you know, 10 amendments known as the Bill of Rights, understanding those, understanding who writes those, understanding 
who has influence over those, understanding how you could impact and influence those, that's where we need to start. Because protesting is a one of our rights, but why are we protesting and what's gonna really change? And so that's really what I was hoping to do today by going through you know, the Constitution of the United States, talking about what our system looks like, talking about what our system is, talking about how we can impact our system, finding out who your House of Representatives, who the representatives are for your area, not only in the House, not only the senators, but all the way down to local. You know, all the way down to your local judicial, your courts, your police, your sheriffs. We have to find out because it's not uh, them the people, it's we the people. We the people, we have to find out if we want to make a real difference and we want to affect real change in our country. So if you're upset, if you're angry, if you want to see change, if you're tired of things that the way that they are, you think something needs to happen. I agree, something needs to happen. We the people though are the ones that are going to make it happen. It's not going to be one guy or one girl in a red tie or a blue tie that's going to make the world a better place. It's going to be we the people. Um, that's how the system was designed from the beginning. That's how the, the, why the system was created like the way that it is from the beginning, the Constitution of the United States of America. And I'm still committed to defending this Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And if you aren't in the military or never were in the military, that doesn't mean that you can't also defend this Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, because it's we, the people, that are going to make the change. We, the people. So, Constitution, thanks for watching. I'll talk to you guys soon. Hey guys, Sunny here again. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode about the Constitution, diving into the Constitution, and hopefully you're inspired now. If you're um, an American citizen, if you're a citizen of the United States of America, if you want to become a citizen of the United States of America, then you, know, you will be um, learning more about the Constitution you will be governed by the Constitution. So it just makes sense that we all, you know, take some time to really understand, you know, what are those rules? What is governing us? Um, how do we effectively create change? Who do we have representing us and to be able to lead the process? So my homework assignment for you is to put together you know, that information, uh, make sure you're understanding, doing your homework, studying the people. It's not, you know, we go in November once a year and vote for one person and that's one person is going to be um, the deciding factor because they are governed as well by we, the people. And so hopefully you guys got some takeaways from this episode. I'm excited to dig into some of the other articles, you know, the Declaration of Independence, the Emancipation Proclamation, some of these, you know, these articles and these writings that have really been pivotal moments in our history as a country and as a people. So I'm excited to dig into some more of those on future episodes. Um, if you could, and I would ask you to, if you could leave some comments for me, let me know what you think of this episode. Leave a rating and a review no matter where you're listening to the podcast, whether it be on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. 
Love to have a rating, a review. Um, That'll help get the podcast discovered. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, anybody uh, that you think might need a little uh, checkup from the neck up. And just want to thank you guys for tuning in to the YFYI podcast. And remember, this is the place where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you soon.